I was talking to a client earlier that's in our Thriver community. And she was like, she was like, honestly, like I, I wasn't ready for this. Like it would have taken me a while. It took me a long process to step through this to understand that I wasn't the problem, to understand that it actually wasn't me because he was telling me that it was me. Like to understand this, it took me a while to get to that spot. Now she's free. She's like thriving. It's amazing to see the progress. But I had to go through this process of rewiring it. Okay. If you want to look at the Clarity Challenge, you can go to claritychallenge.net, claritychallenge.net. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, interested in our Thriver community or working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to rawmotivations.com, rawmotivations.com or claritychallenge.net. Uh, what questions do you guys have? Uh, I know I'm on here just for a couple minutes. want to be able to talk about the trauma bond specifically. Like what questions do you guys have about the trauma bond? We can talk through it. We can answer some questions. We can illustrate it. Bunch of different things, mess with some new technology so I can try to not just interact with you and talk to you, but also be able to show you. Like, hey, we talk about rewiring. Let me actually write it down so it's a little bit easier to understand versus just hearing me talk the whole time. Okay. So uh, drop any questions. What questions do you guys have specifically about the trauma bond? How do you actually break free? How to actually move forward? Like where where are you feeling stuck? Maybe it's in the rumination, maybe it's in the struggle of like not missing this person anymore, not thinking about this person anymore. They're just taking free real estate up in your mind. Like where are you currently at in your healing journey? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay. I need to learn how to fix the trauma. I had a brain bleed five years ago. He's taking my self-esteem, my dignity away. Never ever figure out what he's telling the truth. He helps. I'm still in the marriage. So how do you deal with healing the trauma bond in the marriage in you? So it's very hard to. I would say it's, it's, it's close to impossible, but it's not impossible. We've had a couple people that have done it while they're in the marriage, and then they're able to make an exit strategy out. Because at the end of the day, the trauma bond is in here. The trauma bond is in your mind, and working through breaking that is a, is a sequence of that. It comes back to the story you're telling yourself. Uh, is breaking the trauma bond similar to cognitive behavior? It would be similar. Um, yeah, there would be pieces of it that would be very similar. We dive into dealing with the story that you believe. Uh, a lot of people don't want to acknowledge or realize that the narcissist isn't the one controlling you. You're the one controlling you by the stories you believe, by the limiting mindset that gets placed upon you from him, but then also the ones that you start to believe inside yourself. Okay. How can I help the truth? Are we talking about the narcissist? Like, how can you help the narcissist your truth? That's a big thing is if they're not willing to acknowledge where they currently are, there's not really a there's not really any pixie dust that I have. There's not really any formula to actually get people to understand. That's the hard piece. She knows she knows the truth that she owns owns her time to owes her time to him. Okay, so she's trapped in the relationship with another person. I think that's what you're saying there. So with that, it's like going back, helping you understand her words, but also understanding the toxicity that she's in. Might be initially just like sharing some videos of saying, like, hey, check this out. He might look like this. Don't like that. The trauma bonds only relate to narcissistic abuse. I'm still in a fog and so question myself what was a narcissist or if the relationship was just toxic. Uh, Louise, at the end of the day, what I tell you the short answer is it doesn't matter. Toxic is toxic, whether he's a narcissist or not. What matters is how did he actually demonstrate love, care, respect, honor, faithfulness to you? If he didn't, then you're still in an abusive relationship, period. 
Uh, if you're in a fog and with the pieces of the trombone that we talked about, that typically is narcissistic. Okay, but end up saying like, hey, like this person, it doesn't matter if he's a narcissist or not. It doesn't matter about the label, it matters about the demonstration. Okay, I've uh, tried several times to get into a contact, but once I break it, after he reaches out, my walls get broken, I can't seem to get those walls up. The crystal part of it is the story that you're telling yourself because you're not seeing him for the truth of the situation that he's using and abusing you. And also, when you go no contact, it means there's no way for him to reach out. So there's no access to you. I'm trying to break the trauma bond by confronting the narcissist about their cheating with narcissists. They still deny. Can anything be said to get through to them? Uh, CJ, if they're not willing to actually be honest with what's actually going on, then nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to develop. Okay. Um, my mom kept telling me I was acting narcissistic while she abused me. How can I fully believe I'm not the narcissist? Uh, Lauren, one of the things that I would suggest is it'd be easy to be able to talk through it. If you kind of walk through the nine narcissistic traits, see what matches up, what doesn't to you specifically. Um, but I'm guessing if you're in that spot, not that you're not a narcissist, but most narcissists don't. But I, that's why I normally say, like, let's look at what might be toxic. Like, let's look what might be showing up in your life as a toxic trait. Let's start working on a plan to be able to work through them, be able to deal with it. Uh, what did it take for me to see? Uh, so one of the things that helped uh, was going into Wake Up Warrior Challenge. Uh, that was the thing that I did. For, it was a 30-day challenge that broke me down and helped expose the lies that I had for myself. Uh, another thing was I was with a girl who had BPD and narcissistic traits, so I got to see myself in her as far as like how she was showing up. So that kind of opened up this up. Recordings, how does he abuse? How do I get him to realize everything he's done? Uh, you need to understand at that point with recordings and he's unwilling to recognize it, you need to leave the relationship. That you're dealing with someone who is not dealing with reality and is not willing to acknowledge the lies that he's believing. So at that point, you need to leave. Like otherwise, you're you're just selling yourself short, thinking that there's actually something there when it's a dead end relationship. They're not willing to acknowledge the truth. If they can't acknowledge the truth, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to get worse. I feel numb towards him, but can't help to send messages expressing my anger. How do we stop that? So it's part of this. Like part of what we need to do is we need to focus on. You understanding that all of that anger coming out needs to get out, but it's only fueling him more. It's only like making there be any type of response, reaction. It's only showing him that you still want him. It's not actually helping you heal. So we have to be able to transition that. So a piece of that is going to be journaling. Uh, we use a process inside of Thriver called stacking, where you actually go through, process your emotions, your feelings, talk about the story that you believe, help change that. Okay. The question, why are nurses angry? Where does the anger come from? Uh, I know you mentioned shame, but what causes them to not want healing? Uh, it's, it's kind of circular. So it's like the shame is there. I don't admit that the shame is there. So I put up a front. I get angry if you see underneath it. So I rage back out so you don't see the shame underneath. It's all running away from it. It's very circular in reason. It's kind of crazy how it actually works. Um, how do you know if you haven't caught narcissistic traits after being narcissistic? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It's hard being in healthy relationships. I feel like the toxic person now. So oftentimes people do. Often people do have narcissistic traits. I normally call them like narcissistic keys, where like you're stuck and you have like the same things that are happening in the relationship. You're like, I look toxic now. What we focus on is like, let's talk. Let's actually start to work you through the process. 
to be healthy in all aspects. And then once you're at the place where you're healthy, you're growing in that aspect, then it's like, okay, well, now what do we see? Now we don't see toxic traits in the other person. Now you're good. Awesome. You see toxic traits in the other person. Now you know it's not. Like, it's kind of like a back and forth. We work together. Mind if I actually admitted and explained almost everything like you explained things. Interesting. Then what happened? Um, was I abusive and telling the narcissist that his abuse caused my suicidal ideation? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that'd be abusive, but I would say that's a that's a conversation and also a interaction with that person that needs to be cut off. That way we can actually focus on your growth and your healing. Because if we keep focusing on him, it's not going to help him heal. Um, he went from being open to getting therapy to now he won't. He's afraid. How can I make him motivated again? A lot of times you can't at this point. He's unwilling to actually do it. Um, a lot of times they're unwilling. I've seen, I've seen and then regress heavily. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a way to be able to get them to go through it. You know, some people are like, give them unconditional love. You can do that, but you can't get to the place that that equals and allows abuse. You have to be really careful about that. Um, 30 Days Challenge was Wake Up Warrior. Uh, if you message me, I can send you a link for it. Um, been with my narcissist for 18 years, 14 married. He slapped me, but he won't get help, uh, won't leave the house for me. A lot of times in your situation, you have to leave the house. Uh, narcissists will stay there, especially when it's comfortable. There's no reason for him to leave. Is there a way to get the narcissist to communicate and put aside anger when dealing with the children? Not if they're not willing to deal with honesty, please, and deal with like the other traits that are going on. The anger is an outpouring of all the other stuff that's going on underneath. Okay, like the, the shame, the guilt, all those things go through the cycle and produce the anger. Drug no contact, but as the communication keeps going, recognize the behavior and actually preempting what he's going to say, something I didn't do before. Is the communication a bad idea? Uh, if you want to heal, then yeah, I would say it's a bad idea. If you want to be in that relationship or have that toxicity in your life, then keep doing it. Like, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, like, hey, that's just the facts of it. You've been with a narcissist and then now you're trying to like communicate and be friends with him. It doesn't really work out that way. Um, you're still like there. Okay? There's like an ownership piece. Been diagnosed with PTSD, but when I try to talk my feelings or experience, I become blank. You can't think or feel anything. But the clarity challenge will help. Uh, I haven't seen anybody that's gone through that it doesn't help. Uh, let's say if you go through the entire thing and you complete all the assignments and it doesn't help, then reach out and we'll talk. Like we'll figure out what it, what it will look like. Also, can you do clarity challenge uh, alongside counseling? Yes, you actually can. Um, I actually had my uh, my therapist talk to me about this the other day. Um, and for anyone, I've never even put this out there. So for anybody that's interested in doing the Clarity Challenge and you'd like your therapist to go with it, go in with you as well, or to go through the same modules, like reach out. I'm willing to, I'm willing to do that for you guys. Uh, it was just a new thing that my therapist suggested. And I was like, I've never even thought about that. But she was like, some people want their therapist to like do it alongside them or at least know what's going on. I don't know. If you guys are interested, you can sign up, you can message me and, and do it from that as well. Um, would narcissists be obsessed with their past relationships? If so, does that mean they long for that person? doesn't mean they long for that person. Typically, it's about more of the control. Like, I'd rather have control of that person. I have really good dominance over that person. It would be just like that. Okay. Um, how can we notify our narcissistic partners that they are indeed narcissistic without dealing with the backlash to get them open to questioning their behaviors and begin healing? So, CJ, can you talk to this person and have them admit that they're a liar or a cheater? You can't do if, if like if those basic things can't get met, then you can't. There's no point in even talking about narcissism. Okay? Like if they, if they can't acknowledge and take accountability for the small things, don't look at the big things. Okay, at all. Okay. 
Yeah, no, that's a brand new idea. I hadn't even thought about that when my therapist suggested it. So if anybody wants to do that, like you can sign up, you can message me more than willing to like bring your therapist counselor, like into the clarity challenge with you. If you want to share that with them, I don't know, kind of new, uh, just random thought. This is actually the first time I've ever even said it out loud. Are you in therapy for the long haul? Like, is this never ending the traits? Yes. I'm in therapy for the long haul, uh, two and a half years right now. Uh, yeah. A little bit over two and a half, uh, three years if you count the EMDR, uh, six months before that. I still love him, but I don't want to. He breadcrumbs. How do I let go of the love knowing that I deserve so much better than the love keeps me fueled? We have a two-year-old. So understand that like you can love that person, but it doesn't mean that you need to be with them. Like you can still care about that person, but sometimes the best way to be able to love that person is to not be with them and actually focus on your growth and your healing. You also need to understand like when you love an abusive person, really it is also like not loving yourself because you're letting yourself go through that abusive habit. Okay. How to break a trauma bond, especially if you have an eight-year-old with them. That's what we go over in the Clarity Challenge, but it goes back into like rewiring your mindset, helping you get below and figure out the triggers that are there to help actually get rid of them. Like we actually teach you a process that we use inside of Thriver called stacking. It actually is going like step-by-step, step, helping you deal with the emotions, switch to the logic, and then implant it. So it helps you rewire the story that you're telling yourself. Why does narcissist support his kids going to therapy? My stepson begged for help as he struggles controlling his emotions. As a kid was like 14 year old, the kid was therapy. The narcissist says no. Why? Uh, probably because the narcissist doesn't want to admit that that might be because of him. Uh, also, the narcissist doesn't really care about the kid. That's another piece too. Unless they're they're doing something or giving something to them, uh, they don't really care. Okay, that's just a hard truth, hard reality.